Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ricky V. And today's episode number 15 of the Elite Fitness Podcast. And today we have part two of the second Dylan Jamelli interview. If you'd like to listen to part one, obviously go to episode 14. That's where you'll find it. If you've already listened to episode number 14, then welcome. Episode number 15 is on the way. And without further ado. Is it still trouble to get that in the market? Last I heard, uh, four or six months ago, they they run out uh, out of some uh, of the raw material needed to make S4. Is that still being found? Well, there's still S4 out there. Here, I I don't have full 100% like I can paste you an article type of info on here. What I have here is information that I was able to obtain from people that I know out of the country that are involved in or know people that are involved in helping with some sort of production. And I was told that because I heard from several different people that they may not be able to get S4 anymore. Okay. And so from what I was told, I don't know what exactly it is. And it was very vague on the details, but something when it's being produced, they are banning it because it puts some sort of, I don't know what, what you would call it, but something into the air that's harmful to environment or something there. Uh, one of the precursors or. Yeah. And, nope. I, and I don't know. Nope. So they're still making it. I don't know where they're making it. They're very hushed about it. And I don't really give a fuck. I just care about, you know, people being able to use it because they'd be missing out. Or That's one of my favorite ones. I want to be able to use it, you know, when, if I want to, because, that's always been at the top of my list on SARMs for my personal favorite. So, but that's kind of what I've heard. Um, I've still seen people getting it. So I don't know any more than that. I don't run a store by raw, so I don't know, but I can always get the information. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard it down the pipeline as well, just from different, uh, different people out there that S4 is, is kind of done. Yeah. Cause of the raw material shortage. So um, we, we were moving on. So cutting cycle, intermediate guy, right? Yeah. So my favorite, it's not going to be a shocker to people that know me, just some test cypionate or test prop, whatever you want to do. You want to do a shorter ester, longer ester. But with this cycle, you probably want to go longer ester because I pair it with Primavolin and then Anabar or Winstrol. Um, That would be my three compound right there. You can certainly run test prop with it, but you're going to want to run Prima Bowl in 12 weeks. So just if you do run test prop with it, understand you're going to be a pin cushion. And if you're okay with that, fine. You know, I, I hate pinning personally, so I don't, and I don't ever find that test prop is so much better than the other ones. Like, you know, you've read plenty that, oh my gosh, it's so much better for cutting. Da, da, da. I mean, uh, yeah, you can make an argument it's a little better, but just control your estrogen better on a longer ester and just make sure your diet's on point and you'll be just fine, you know, with the cutting. There's no need to run. For me personally, here, I'll give you the, the dosing on this. I don't find it necessary to run 500 milligrams of testosterone like some people say you absolutely have to or you're not going to get anywhere. I think that's crazy. I, I don't know. Call me crazy, but I've seen plenty of people get great results on three or three fifty. I have several times myself. So, um, but to yeah, I mean, on that, I think 
I mean, you, you get incredible results on just two, 250 makes of testosterone a week. Yeah, if, you, if you've been training long enough, if you're, if you know your body, if you're dedicated, if you're only using the steroids as a little add on to what you've already been doing for years, 250 makes get you jacked. I, I agree, man. I'm so glad you said that. Cause I, sometimes people make me feel like I'm fucking losing my mind. You know, those meatheads. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, fuck, no, you're wrong. You don't need that. Can you, you could do it, but especially on cutting, I don't find that smart nor necessary on a on a major cut. Do you? I mean, I don't. No, all. I think I think that uh, because you're not going to get just that much more results doing that much more steroids. So no. the guys that do all the, these big heavy cycles, I don't think they understand or they realize that they're not. They could have gotten those same results on a third of the amount of shit or quarter of the amount of stuff that they're using. I just don't, maybe they're getting more, way more side effects and that makes them think something, you know, oh, the cycle's really working. But at the end of the day, your body can only grow at a certain rate, no matter how much drugs you give it. And just, yeah, man, I know exactly what you're talking about. I run into that a lot too. Like I'm, I'm doing a, a little stack right now for cutting Man, I posted my milligrams. Some guys are like, "What? That's all you're doing?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm only doing, I'm only doing about 250 megs of test a week, hundred of trend, hundred of primo. Just, just, it's all going to total about 700 megs a, a week, 600 megs a week, and that I think that's plenty. That's that's I already I'm already on a grind. So I think that's plenty. But a lot of guys, man, unless you know they they don't feel and I and I've heard this from. I've heard this from people that I consider to know their shit. Like there, there's a guy that I, I consult with sometimes on, on, on hormone stuff, information. He used to be a manufacturer, used to own his own brand and sold it. And he sit there and tells me that unless he, he, he gets nothing from steroids below 700 milligrams, he's got to go above 700 megs and then he starts to get some results, but anything below that, it's just a waste of time to him. I'm sitting there looking at him like, wow, is this guy fucking serious? But that's what he thinks. And he's he's not he's not an idiot. So I don't know. Maybe it's people's imagination or maybe it is genetics just to a degree. But I do get this a lot. And look, I can do a little bit of a little bit of juice and I get great results, I feel like. So I don't I don't know, man. What do you think? I I often wonder the same thing, man, because like what you're telling me, 700 million. I don't think people realize that that is a lot. I mean, he's not, he's not an idiot. Like he knows his shit. He, he, I mean, he's knows a lot of stuff, you know, he's a very smart individual. So when he says that to me, it, it makes me, it makes me question what I think I know about these drugs to have someone like that. Tell me, but how the fuck do you need 700 to even get started to even start to see anything? That's incredible. But I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard people say stuff like that too. Well, and well, think about this. Why is it that if I run like 250 milligrams of test, then I'm my estrogen's like through the roof, but some of these motherfuckers can run seven, eight hundred and never need an aromatase inhibitor, right? Or some people just don't respond to equipoise or whatever, and then the next person will say it's the greatest thing in the world. And it's all same quality, same product, same this. The, honestly. Sometimes we overthink it and don't just understand the obvious, which is everybody's so different on how they react to said compound that you 
you can go off of facts and base it off of general the majority of get this but you should always kind of i'm learning this as i as i teach and continually teach preface that with just always remember that everybody's different so just because i'm telling you this it's not a guarantee you know it's a general result but this is shit's all over the place and that's just a fact personal experiment is a personal experiment all the way through each person has to experiment on their own and use give use things on their own for a while and see how it goes and look and even once you think you got it all figured out you might get a little bit older and shit will just work differently on you fuck yeah that's another thing that you have got to factor in as you get older shit hits you different it just does to guarantee and sometimes you use something several times you know and your body may not respond as well to it or it might i don't i don't know some people will say you desensitize. Other people will tell you you're fucking crazy and that that's a, a myth. So, you know, I. Yeah, no, this, it, 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 some steroids gave me different side effects as I was younger. Now they, they do something different. Um, yes. You know, EQ used to give me back acne. You know, I always knew I'm using EQ, making progress, feeling good, but I'm going to have some back acne. Guess what? At 40 now, no more back acne from EQ. <laughs> and I'm getting good EQ. It's just, it's not a side effect I get from it anymore. And I still get all the same benefits that I've always gotten from Equipoise. And that side effect just went away. Um, one of the things I'm feeling now is because I started using a little bit of trembling again. Um, now when I'm, when I do anywhere over 150, around 200 makes a tremble in a week, my prostate starts to feel a little bit weird starts to feel ah. like, like it's there and then i drop the fucking trend and i'm fine and i toss it back on then my prostate starts to give me a little tingle when i piss sometimes and i feel a little bit a little bit more than i normally would from bike riding ah. so, so now it's doing a little something different and things just work like that as you get older certain things just just work differently i guess right notice anything <sighs> like that yourself Man, I notice all kinds of shit that don't make me too happy, especially with just aches and fucking pains. You know, I mean, just sometimes just getting up half the time, I'm just like, man, fuck. You know, just from the abuse, all the running and the injuries and ugh. I yeah, notice a, run, run, a runner's life is hard. You know, guys that, that run the way you do every single day, um, after years of running, things start to things start to fall apart little by little. Yeah, and but I you know. still are but you're still compelled to run, right? I mean, you're still fucking compelled to go and, and, and get the run in, even if things hurt, even if things are not not great and you gotta ice shit down, right? Oh, you could you could literally just basically call me like the biggest hypocrite because I, I do exactly what I teach people to not do, you know, running through the pain and this and that and, and and just pushing through it and just going oh fuck it i can do it when it's like the worst idea you could possibly fucking do you know that type of shit uh i don't know man i'm just one of those guys that i i just i have to do it you just have to do it you know no matter right. what so we got we got a little bit sidetracked so let's keep it going now bulking cycle give me a bulking yes. cycle three compound max bulking cycle beginner intermediate experienced guy who would he got for me i you know what i didn't did I, I didn't give you an experience cutting cycle so i'll give you that really quick yeah, yeah hit, hit that up hit that up 
test trend mask you know it and i know it that's that's the cutting king and that's a for me that's a uh a level on where you're competing that's the cycle you run just test trend and mask test prop trend ace mass prop 100 milligrams every other day of test and trend 200 milligrams every other day of mass and that that's your cycle for eight weeks and you can you can hit trend eight weeks and there you go I like I, that. I, I, like that. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's a basic one and it fucking gets the job done. Yep, so, yep, yep. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So bulking. Um, beginner cycle bulking. We'll start with the SARMS bulking cycle. I would always go LGD 4033. That's going to be the first one I recommend when you're bulking. Um, now, the other ones you could say they're generally used for cutting which they are, but they add a lot of lean muscle in the process. So you, you may ask me, well, Dylan, you just said RAD140, for example, to use it for a cutting cycle. Well, yeah, I did. because You can cut tremendously with it, but if you're trying to gain size and you change your diet, RAD140 is going to add some size. So I put that in there with LGD4033. And then you could go one of two ways here. If you want to keep it a little bit lighter, MK2866. If you are okay with maybe having a few more sides not a lot but yk11 so either or on those but that would be the three lgd4033 um mk2866 or yk11 and rad140 that, that, that's interesting what you said about rad140 that it'll do what you want it to do depending on diet you know super draw and also trembolone are like that too you know you yep. can you can have a cutting diet cutting uh training program you'll cut on those or you can have a bulking diet bulking training program and you'll gain on those you depending on what what you're doing that they'll benefit you that's interesting that rat 140 does that it's in, that's good to know very similar brother very very similar and man rad 140 if you and i've gotten these statistics from successful sarm sites on I always like to be in the know on what is the most sought after SARM right now? Like, what are you selling the most of? It's RAD 140 for it, three different companies that I talk to. RAD 140. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people like it. A lot of people swear by it. It, yes. it does help for both bulking, cutting. It's versatile. Doesn't have a lot of side effects, uh, it seems like, compared to maybe a couple of the other ones. So it's a good, it's a good one. It, it is, and it was it was intended to be used as testosterone replacement therapy. Now it fucking can't be, but that's what it was designed for. Oh, they've so, tried they've tried so many other uh, different uh, PDs for testosterone replacement therapy, and still testosterone is king. I I you know what? Even if they fucking came out and told me I could use something else for it, I'd I'd just stay with test. I wouldn't even fuck with it. I think you need it. Even if you add other things on there, I think your body just needs some of that regular old test, man. I agree hundred percent. And, and I'm, I'm not doing Clomid for TRT. I'm not doing trust alone. I'm not doing all this other bullshit. Like people say you can do, I'm not doing it. Testosterone. Oh, they've, man, they've tried so many different steroids and SARMs as a replacement for testosterone uh, replacement therapy and not, nothing, nothing is like it. So, Moving on, what do you got? Uh, intermediate guy bulking, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, you know what, man? Test and D ball 
is perfectly fine for an intermediate because then I would kick up and add DECA for the, you know, for the full one. But we can, you could as an intermediate do that test DECA and T-ball. But my only concern then is understanding how to run that cycle properly. You want to get greedy on that cycle, you're going to end up like a water balloon. You know, you could run that cycle so effectively and make tremendous gains and not have to be a bloated fish. But, and some people are okay with that. I don't like it for several reasons because it's, it's a false narrative to me because you know that that weight's going to be gone fast. And I don't find it wise to put that much strain on your body, holding that much water, adding that blood pressure strain. I don't think it's necessary, man, especially for something you know you're not going to keep. So why not run it at a more moderate level? Make sure you're using your ancillaries properly. Don't eat like a fucking pig where you do this imaginary dirty bulk, which is a license to eat whatever you want. That doesn't exist. That's a farce. That's bullshit. You know, eat right, get big gains, but don't go for unwanted gains. Then I'd say that's a good intermediate cycle for, you know, otherwise just testing the ball if you can't handle that. You know, I'm going to just throw this out there for guys listening. Like, this would actually be a good bulking cycle. You, you'd make great gains on. 250 to 300 tests a week. Only 100, 100 of, of DECA to go with that. You'd find to do that. And do about 10 milligrams of D-ball a day. No AI. Just get a little bit of estrogen water retention. Write that out. If you get a little bit of itchy nipples, a little bit of Novodex. Some guys say Novodex kills gains. I've never found that to be the case. And you're good to bulk on that. Um, you don't, I don't think you need a ton more. I guess you could do more if you're more experienced and you already have a lot of muscle mass on you. So maybe you, you could double those numbers and go 500 tests, 200 uh, makes DECA, 20 makes D-ball, right? If, you, if you've already got a lot of mass on you. But man, if you're starting off, you know, you're just starting to bulk now. Um, I mean, just, just 10 megs of D-ball a day Without an AI, believe it or not, you're going to gain some serious poundage, right? Wouldn't you agree, Dylan? Dude, 100%, man. And that, that, that is so fucking frustrating. What you're saying probably makes too much sense for a lot of people, but it, it, it resonates with me because it's something that I talk about a lot. A little bit goes a long way. And not only does a little bit go a long way, but a little bit often avoids the side effects. And I don't care what anybody says. The more side effects you have, the less you're going to retain and, and the less you're going to accomplish on your cycle because it's going to affect your training. There's no reason to do that to yourself to make gains. It's just unreasonable. You don't have to do it. The cycle you gave is great. Um, what, what I always do, because people always ask, and you know you get this question all the time too, what is the best test to nandrolone ratio, right? Well, the answer is there really isn't one. Because the best is what's best for you. Uh, it's not what's best for Dylan or Rick. It's what's best for you. And everybody has a little bit, you know, different. So what I always say is keep the doses equal, right? I always do two, 250 to 300 each of test and DECA. That, that's where I start from is run it equal let, first. Let, let, me, let me ask you this real quick. Do you, uh, do you use Proviron along with that DECA? I run Proviron with everything personally. Yeah. So but. see, so see, just just a, I wanted to throw in a side note because, like you said, it's very real. 
It's different for Dylan, different for Rick, different for for everybody. Um, yeah, if you're running that provider along with Deca, I mean, a lot less to worry about than if you're yep. running if you're not running that provider. So, in your case, fuck yeah, you do Deca um, testosterone equal, you know, one to one ratio, and you got that provider back there, you're gonna be fine. I usually use it because. I worry about my dick too, man. <laughs> I use it as a rule, as a rule of thumb because I'm I'm personally not big on proviron, um, but I I just do twice the amount of tests and and half the amount of that come out. One of the reasons I'm not hot on proviron is because I feel as though proviron proviron probably attaches to to androgen receptors very effectively, and I'm afraid that. It is not it's not very anabolic at all. It doesn't build muscle. So I'm afraid it might be keeping out some of the more anabolic steroids. So if if I can deal with not not worrying about my dick and I can use two strong anabolic steroids and not worry about my dick, then I won't toss a weaker one. And it's maybe sometimes you know, it's just it's just a, a feeling that I that I have on it. But that's just, just something important to throw in. And again, like we're talking about, guys, everybody has to run their own their own experiment you know everybody's got to try it their way and see what works right absolutely i mean it's i i can and and you can do the same thing rick you can sit here and we can talk and go over facts and and give everybody any fact they've ever wanted there's a lot of guys that can do that but anybody that's being honest that's a good teacher is going to tell you that most of this shit is trial and fucking error that's it absolutely now the educated ones will go about it in a much more safer manner and probably do a hell of a lot better with their, their trials that they're doing. But I don't give a fuck how much, you know, it's all a trial and error show. And then you determine from there. Yep. Yep. For sure. So, um, did we do, uh, now we're out for recomp recomp cycles, right? We finished with with bulking. Yep. Okay. So recomposition cycle, recomp, Recomposition is one of the hardest things any you can do with your physique because you're trying to lose body fat and gain muscle mass at the same time. Now, you're not going to gain as much muscle as on, a, as on a bulking cycle, pure bulking. You're not going to lose as much body fat as on a pure cutting cycle, but you'll do both at once. And your training, your diet has to be on point. And obviously, uh, picking the right drugs to go along with that cycle is important. So, Dylan. Beginner, intermediate, advanced, recomp cycle. What do you got? All right. So we'll do a beginner SARMS recomp. I will always have these two included in my recomps, and that is LGD, 4033, and S4. These two are like the peanut butter and jelly of SARMS, kind of like I do with GW and S4. Um, Because let's take halotestin, for example. Halotestin is one, of, and I'm using halotestin because of the strength. Halo will give you more strength than probably any other steroid, you could argue. It's definitely top three, right? But you're not going to gain any size on Halo at all. You're not. So people always ask me what SARM gets you the strongest, and I, without hesitation, always say S4. And some people are taken aback by that because S4 is not a big bulker. It, it can add a good three to five pounds of just lean. Recovery, S4, that recovery on its stamina. Yes. Oh. yes. And the strength that you get on S4 
is serious, man. It is. And so it, people get taken aback when I say that, but you know, think of halo testing in the steroid world where you, 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 not every steroid that makes you strong has to make you gain a million pounds. Right. So I just want people to understand that when I say that. So those two together, because LGD for the bulking and the strength will S4 also gives you that strength, but it's got the nice cutting and, and muscle hardening to it. And then GW 501516, you, you put that in there always for the performance enhancement alone. That, that I, I literally don't ever run anything without that. I just don't. Now, granted, I'm an endurance guy and an endurance athlete, so duh, of course I love that, but no. That, GW that's always does improve your day-to-day -day quite a bit, I've noticed. It does, man. GW, it, does. it improves your day-to-day -day quite a bit, man. GW is like that that what you would call like nectar of the gods type of shit, man. That endurance like, translates to other things, not just oh, gym. Man. I mean, it translates to you just taking on your whole day. It's pretty incredible shit. It does. And when it's helping blood pressure, cholesterol, and it's helping your um, metabolism, it's just, dude, you know, it's like I said, that's one of those things where I just put it in with everything. So you know, that would be my three. I, I've said it on the podcast many times. You know, the, these arms are new. We don't quite know what could or will happen with them really in the long term. But the the health benefits of them now in the short term are so good. I, I'm, I mean, I'm using them. I'm using them in my program here and there. You know, I'm working with people that use them because they do have additional health benefits and additional improvements to your lifestyle that steroids just can't bring. I mean, steroids, all of them kind of sort of do the same thing within the same boundaries. When you talk about SARMs, man, there's so many different things they can do. You know, I know. Yeah, I mean, some will improve your cardio, really improve your cardio. Some will improve the way your joints feel, like really improve the way your joints feel, right? Like really, yeah. really. When you talk about steroids, it's like, oh, yeah, cardio, you know, EQ. Oh, yeah, your joints. Oh, yeah, DECA. But look, at the end of the day, EQ and DECA, pretty fucking comparable. Now, when you talk about SARMs, you're like, oh, yeah, endurance, cartering. Oh, yeah, you want your joints to feel better, osterin. Now, let me tell you something. That cartering and the osterin work like two completely different drugs, behave completely different, and will give you different effects. And even though, and I've said this many a times, I'm sure you have too, my friend, uh, even though, you know, they're very new, we don't really know what's going to happen with them. Because, like, all the steroids we use, they've been around since the 60s, 60s, 70s. Well, yeah. We've got a pretty good idea what the fuck they do, what's going to happen long term. Uh, Psalms, we don't. We don't quite know. But you know what, guys? I'm the experiment right in with you because I'm using these things. I mean, they really do improve your lifestyle to a degree that that no steroid ever ever could or has. Well, and and you know what? They're they're Well, they're not long-term like steroids. I mean, shit. I can take you back to the late nineties on some of the best MK six, seven, seven and two, eight, six, six studies. And yes, some of these newer ones don't have nearly as much. And I've always been kind of hesitant with certain ones where I've gotten more comfortable now over time, but you know, there's, there's a lot there. I mean, fuck's sake. There's a lot of stuff, just this vaccine alone right now, there's no nothing on this, you know, and, and it's, you're told these are safe and, so you don't really know, but these, a lot of these SARMs were designed for medical purposes and uses, just like a lot of steroids were, not all of them, but, you know, I mean, you just take what you've got and 
take I base a lot of my stuff not just on studies but on my firsthand experience because you and I both know that people can make studies look however the fuck they want. So you take that firsthand experience and I don't preach on that till I have years and years of that experience and thousands and thousands of people I've coached or taught or seen or whatever. Then I have confidence to say some of the things I say now. But until that, you've got to be careful with what you say, or at least you should, right? I mean, I want credibility. So I take comfort in some of the things that I say now because I've seen it and observed it so many fucking years. I don't know everything, but I've seen quite a bit, you know? So I, I don't know. I, I prefer that firsthand a lot more so than some of these studies that I've seen. But of course we use the studies. You always got to put it all together. Yeah, yeah for sure. You yeah. Put it all together. Cause you got to have firsthand experience to know what, know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, any more on the recomp in my friend recomp. Yeah. So let's go intermediate recomp. So, you know, two of my favorite steroids for recomp are T ball and equipoise. So I, I, I think a good one is just test and equipoise or test and T ball. And then, as you get a little bit more advanced, stack them together. Those are great recomp steroids that are often under appreciated or just kind of oversights to people um, because they kind of fall into that. They're not really bulking, but they're not really cutting. So they're kind of off on their own, but they do a lot, you know, and I'm not the biggest EQ fan in the world, but it, it is effective for a lot of people. So that's a good one with T-ball. A lot of people love T-ball after they try it. A lot of people. T-ball is a good, good steroid, yeah. It is. It is. I mean, it's just D-ball without the water almost, you know? Yeah, so, Torinoball is good. Torinoball is a good, good steroid. Those are good like always. And you know what else? NPP is a good recomp um, steroid. And, and DECA really can be too if you know what you're doing, if you use it properly. So those are also good options that I like. But I always think that T-ball and, and equipoise are two of the best recomposition steroids, personally. So um, that's kind of where I would go with those. Oh, okay. So uh, so best recomp cycle, just put together any stack you want that you know will work. And uh, what, what, do you, what would you put together? Top stack. I, you I know what? I would go test, Turinabal, NPP, and uh, I would actually throw in their YK11 from the SARS. And I think that would be a mean recomposition, mean. Uh, and you could even go with S23, but I like YK11. That would be a really nice recomp, man. Really nice. Sounds good to me, man. That sounds good. So the YK11, you think it's it's will work in there with those steroids, huh? I do, man. I like YK11 a lot, and I I was sour on it for many years, and people know that because I don't think the greatest YK11 was being sent over here, and there just wasn't a lot of user experience or you know just a lot of questionable things for me. Whereas now, after and having good quality and knowing for sure, and and using it myself, it's 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 the shit man it is it really is i i, I gotta be honest about where i was wrong in the past it, it is the shit yk11 that's cool that's a yeah you know that that's that one i haven't tried yet 
I'm, that one I need to. Uh, That's one you you got. You'll appreciate it. You will appreciate that one. I think you'll love it. Might need to give it a shot here shortly. <laughs> so uh, listen, my man. Pleasure as always. Had a good show. Went to a lot of different things. We didn't just do uh, stereotypes. We actually uh, talked a lot about a lot about the business and the lifestyle, which I think is also good. It's a good other side for people to see. You already have a lot of uh, videos and a lot of information that you're publishing all the time about steroids. So uh, it was good to hear you talk about your gym and your relationship, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like getting into things other than just the same old shit. It's it's more fun. It's more fun to talk about. And people want to know, you know, when they watch your videos, when they hear your your content, people want to are always going to be curious to know more. So, yeah, thank you for sharing with us today, man. Yeah, absolutely. I always, always fun and always a pleasure. You know that. All right, cool. Listen, my man, I'll have you on again in the next uh, in the next few weeks, man. Thank you very much for your time, brother. Have a good one. Anytime, man. You too. All right, and that was part two of the Dylan Gemelli interview. You know, he's always a great guest. Join us next week for episode number 16 of the Elite Fitness Podcast, where we'll have a special, special guest, someone uh, you guys are going to really enjoy listening to. See you next week.